you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business. The Vault opens now. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Vault by Access Hollywood. I'm Zuri Hall. And I am Scott Evans. And today on the show, we are talking about a true Hollywood powerhouse. Though she be tiny, she is mighty. She's an Academy Award, Golden Globe, and a Primetime Emmy Award-winning actress, which is really amazing when you think about it. Uh, She's a producer and an incredible entrepreneur. Time Magazine named her one of the 100 most influential people in the world in 2006 and 2015. She was super influential twice. And Forbes listed her among the world's 100 most powerful women in 2019. We are talking about none other than Reese Witherspoon. Ooh, Witherspoon. There we go. Um, Reese. I'm at multi-hyphenate. Multi-hyphenate. Oh my gosh, she is killing the game. And mm-hmm. what I love about her is that she really takes the behind the scenes stuff seriously too. So I feel like she is just as dedicated to producing mm-hmm. and wearing hats behind the camera mm-hmm. as she is to giving the performances that we know and love her for. Do you have a favorite interaction or, or personal experience with Reese? Yes, I do. It was weird mm-hmm. because I remember going to watch the morning show screening Right. Mm-hmm. And at the time, our own Zuri Hall was working at another <laughs> news outlet. And mm-hmm. episode two comes around. Jennifer Anderson <laughs> is about to give this crazy speech where she says, guess what? I don't quit. We're hiring a new we're hiring a new anchor. Mm-hmm. And right before that moment, Zuri is interviewing <laughs> Jennifer Anderson. And I was like in the show and I was like, I'm texting her. Not supposed to be on my phone. You know, you get in trouble in a, in a press screening for doing stuff like that. And she was like, oh, my God, I haven't even seen it yet. And so then when we got to the junket, I'm talking to Reese Witherspoon about their co-star. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, so my friend is your co-star. <laughs> and they were like, who? who Are you? That's had a real and I was like, No, Zuri, Zuri Hall. And Jim was <laughs> like, oh, my God, she was so lovely. We love her so much. We can't wait to see her in season two. You got to see what what we do with her in season two. And I was like, I already know it's going to be lit. You so full of it. You so full of it. No, that all all actual (laughs) quotes. Yeah, right. Um, True. I 
did have a good time popping up for 13 seconds. Scott always trolls me because he says I was not in like my life depended on it. Basically, I was playing myself interviewing Jenny Anderson out of red carpet. <laughs> and when they, they said it was my shot, it was my moment. Oops. Do you know how to I was milk? Like, okay, how do I blink? Uh, right. She said, hold on. What when I would normally do this, I would, go, like, I would hold the microphone, I would throw mm. my shoulder back, what, and I would what say, What would Zuri do? You mm-hmm. know, congratulations. Girl. On tonight. On tonight. Yeah. So I, in that in that interview, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon reprised or reconducted a portion of their scene from Friends when they played the Green Sisters, and it mm-hmm. blew up on social media. And mm-hmm. it's one of the moments that definitely sticks out for me. Yeah. That and uh, a wrinkle in time. That was time. a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. A wrinkle in time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big carpet too. And ooh, and Oprah. Anytime Oprah's on a carpet. You hear me? I am going to piggyback on yours. Your favorite memory is my favorite memory. Just mm-hmm. because like being a part of the morning show, I remember you texting me. I had not seen it at that point. So you had access before anybody had access, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> and it was just kind of cool. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about this, this leading lady of ours. Yeah. And to also experience her in different parts of her career, different parts mm-hmm. of her journey in entertainment and like being a mom, being a wife, being a producer, being an actress. Like it's, it's a, it's a get yourselves ready for a pretty fun episode. It's crazy to think though, that Reese Witherspoon has been in the entertainment industry since she was 14 years old. She made her debut in 1991's The Man in the Moon and worked throughout the nineties in films like, you remember Fear? Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. Overnight Mm -hmm. Delivery, Pleasantville. Oh, Pleasantville was a jam. That, that was, was that's intense. intense. Best laid plans. And lest we not forget, Le Cruel Intentions. Intentions. Oh, what Cruel a Intentions was one of those. I mean, it's just like you. I remember mm. being like, these white people are crazy. I love that's it. That's cool, right? That's I what I remember. Like, thinking. I, school, I remember thinking like these. <laughs> I'm not doing enough in high school. No, right, right. They were lifted up, to say the least. I love that movie. So in 2001, she hit it big, though, with the film Legally Blonde, where she played Elle Woods. Now, this movie was a massive success, and it's hard to believe celebrating its 20th anniversary in just two days. So not only was it a massive success, but it also took Reese to a whole nother level when we talk about becoming a powerhouse in Hollywood. So we sat down with her as she was promoting the movie and ask her about how she was able to maximize this short period of time in Hollywood. Listen to what she said. I, you know, it's, there's a lot of juggling and a lot of organization involved. Um, It's really complicated and involves needing a lot of help and support from my friends. And I've been really lucky because I have these great friends who just say, yeah, you can do it. You can work and have kids. Are you surprised or maybe you don't, maybe because I'm a lot older than you, I realize, I look at you and I'm thinking, my God, when I was her age, I could have never handled all of that. Um, Sure. I mean, I think women nowadays are capable of so many things and, um, you know, I'm just be, I'm just thankful for the opportunities that people are now much more open to women being mothers and working. And I've just really benefited from the whole women's movement um, that there's a lot of support for women like me. Did you think when you were, say, maybe 14 years old that at the age of 25 you would have accomplished so much? 
I, I don't think when I was 14 I ever thought I'd be married with a child at 25 or have this kind of career. I never even thought I would be an actress. So I think, yeah, it's all pretty shocking. And how did and you got into it because you said basically you wouldn't have been act, an actress if it didn't get dumped in your lap? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was very fortunate the way that I came into the acting business was very easy and I was discovered basically in my hometown. And um, I'm, I'm a much more practical person. So I feel like if it was up to me and my own wiles, I probably would have not slept in my car to try to become an actor in Los Angeles. I probably would have gone to college and been a doctor or something more practical. Now, how did you get discovered? It was one of those stories you hear about, oh, someone's walking down the street and, and uh, you know, oh, my mom's with me and they give, a, they give a business card to my mom kind of thing. Um, no, I was, uh, when I was 14, I read in the newspaper, the local newspaper, that they were looking for extras for a movie. And I went in to be an extra and I ended up getting uh, one of the lead roles. So it was pretty surprising. I had to audition a lot. I mean, I went to like six or seven auditions. Um, they flew me out to Hollywood, and it was very exciting. And, uh, but I, I loved it, and I've taken it very seriously ever since. Mm. I mean, it's kind of wild to think that she was 25 at the time of this interview. Mm -hmm. And at that point, had been in the game for like a decade. Also crazier, when you hear about that story, the origin story, right? Like, that's that old school, plucked from the obscurity. Mm-hmm. The mall. There's always a mall. Always There's a mall. always a shopping mall. Remember malls? And it's like, yeah, you know, form a line outside of Spencer's. First 50 <laughs> people. Bring your headshot. Go to Kinko's. Print off a photo of you yeah, that your mom took on the digital camera. Wow. Digital camera. Yeah. Flip cam. Remember, Remember the flip cam? Flip, flip cams. And hot wow. topic. Wow. Hot topic. Long may it rain. Mm -hmm. I think that topic's still around. Well, think about think about the fact that she went to, was it Stanford? Mm -hmm. Married to Ryan mm -hmm. Philippi? Yep. Yep. So how do yep. you say his Had her first name? child. I was going to say, I think it's Felipe, but some people say Philippi. I, I think Ryan. it's a room divided. She was married to Ryan. Ryan. She was married to that fine man, Ryan. <laughs> had a big crush on him. He was very attractive. How did I know you had a crush <laughs> on Ryan Philippa? And he was in Cruel Intentions too, remember? Yeah. yeah. Where they met. Isn't that where they met? I think so. I think that might have been where they met. Um, hit it off and clearly got married uh, fairly young. Um, mm -hmm. Had their child that they obviously still co-parent together, Ava, and just hasn't slowed down since, which is extremely right. impressive. And to, to think that she actually did go to Stanford and then obviously we'll talk about Legally Blonde, it kind of makes you realize like, oh, maybe she's playing a little bit more of herself than we realized or, or right. gave her credit for, right? Like the, let me show you what pretty girls can do, mm -hmm. energy, and then exactly. be a total boss when it comes to and that. Academic. She's right. always been the woman who's had a whole bunch of irons in the fire. She's mm -hmm. at least booking regularly. She's always been like, okay, what else can we do? How else mm -hmm. can I be effective? How else can I be creating? And helping other people create it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah, yeah all right what do you say we uh take a, take a little break a brigade break okay let's take a brigade break a brigade break we'll be right back and we're back from the breaky break the breaky break how was that breaky break for you i needed it i enjoyed the breaky break i yes, did i needed I did. it now i'm feeling rested I gotta say you know <laughs> now he's stretching guys <laughs> 
um, as Scott warms up and loosens up, we are going to dive into the next chunk of our Reese Witherspoon episode. We're fast forwarding, okay, four months to late 2001. Like we mentioned, Legally Blonde had just hit it big. Reese was in production on another modern classic, Sweet Home Alabama. I think I might have liked this one even more than Legally Blonde because I love the small town find yourself when you go back home storyline. I think the Ohio in me just loves that. I love a ice queen melting. (laughs) An ice queen melting moment. Yeah, I love that. She like, did in that movie. You know, I love the pencil skirt on the way in <laughs> and the stilettos down the cobblestone or brick driveway, you know, mm-hmm. that you've had as a kid. So you knew what it was when you got home, but you still wore right, but you the still stiletto show up and Manolo like Bonics. You're doing too much. You're you know what I'm saying? You wore them anyway. Yeah. So now you <laughs> all down the driveway. Bambi you know? legging up the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love I I live for that moment in a movie. I love mm-hmm. it. I love mm-hmm. it. And this movie certainly gave it to <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. It was a huge success, too. It worked out. Definitely cemented Reese as even more of of a massive superstar, really. Access caught up with her in New York during production of the film, and we talked with her about a lot of cool stuff. But what stuck out to me was when we asked Reese about her reputation on set. Listen to this, and you'll hear one. Why is it you think that that all your co-stars that I've ever talked to I always say you're the nicest person, the greatest person to work with, um, great focus, um, really intelligent. Um, it just seems that everybody seems to like, you know, like they don't have enough great words to talk about you. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, well, I love what I do. I love yeah. being an actor. I love being here. I love, you know, and having a part and being a character and getting to work with other great actors and directors and stuff. And so I think I just really enjoy it. I think that also comes across on screen. I mean, I think I hope it, so. In the sense where, I mean, that's why I think why the fans seem to, I mean, look at <laughs> I mean, that's why the, you know, I mean, the fans. This is the part where you laugh because yeah. I just told such a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, but you know, I'm saying, I think that's part of your appeal with the audience too. They seem like a, they can relate to you, you know, connect with you. Well, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, I really, I feel very fortunate, very blessed to be, you know, working in the capacity that I do. And, have such a great job and a lifestyle and I just really appreciate it and I you know I hope people know how much I like it. Is it is it tough to keep a level head now that people are saying you know she's she's on the way to being a huge star she's an A-list person and all that stuff does that? Um, Well I don't read the paper anymore and I don't read you know magazines anymore so I mean I just think it's important to have your own perspective about your life and not you know have to live up to somebody else's ideas of who Mm -hmm. you are as an actress or as a human being so I just um, yeah, just sort of quiet at home, you know, just simple life. Cool. To hear her perspective on that, to illustrate this and her outlook on life, uh, we actually have another brief clip. This one's from 2019 where Reese talks about one of her favorite sayings. Here's what she says. Um, I know you love the quote, pretty is as pretty does. What does that quote mean to you? My grandmother used to always say, pretty is as pretty does. And that's something I say to my daughter that, you know, you can be pretty and put together, but it's the way you treat people and who you are on the inside that really matters. So I think usually one is a reflection of the other. And um, I think that's, it's a sweet thing that I just always remember my grandma saying. And you know, hey, man, that that. one of those people that 
does really sweet things. I mean, she's known for giving great gifts to to members, other members of the cast and, and crew. She's known for helping make special provisions for people on set, helping to make special considerations for people on set, helping to make new people feel very comfortable in that setting. Because, you know, when you're on a film set, it's, you're in a position where you have to trust a lot of people. And she, from being a, a young actress, you know, 14 in this business, she has seen things, I'm sure, where she wasn't comfortable, where she wasn't, she didn't feel the best about the scenario around her. And so works diligently to ensure that any project that she's a part of, that that's not a concern, that that's not something that is felt by people, which is probably why she named her company, you know, Hello Sunshine, you know what I mean? Which is probably one of the reasons why when you love a project that's on TV and you come to realize that she had a hand in producing it, you're like, ah, oh, well, yeah, that makes, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the work that she's doing is important, particularly the stuff behind the scenes, right? She's such a champion of women and she's very public about that. And the stories that she tells Mm -hmm. um, are stories that explore strong women or women finding their strength. And I know that that's certainly a part of the ethos for her production company, Hello Sunshine, and and the, the stories that they share and celebrate. So it's always exciting when she has a new project because I can get behind always stories and projects that celebrate women and our strengths. So it's good to see. Mm -hmm. It is. And we love to see it. We love, we also love to see, of course, it was Legally Blonde one and two, right? We also know that the third is in the works now, right? Aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're filming it now. I think they've got the script done. It's it's in it's in production or post production, maybe even by the time this airs. One one may never know. Uh, Reese, (laughs) hopefully we know we get a premiere date eventually, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, well we know it's coming out. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're we're all gonna watch it when it does come out and realize that Zuri has a whole a whole acting role and just didn't say nothing to nobody. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm the best friend. I'm the black best friend. Okay, so then we had Sweet Sweet Home Alabama. She also became a household name during the 2000s and movies like Walk the Line, Just Like Heaven, Mud. She even won an Academy Award for Walk the Line. But did you know that Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington were both on the short list for Clueless? Really? Kerry was up for Dion. I did not know that. And Reese was up for Cher. Okay, so in 2012, she took a big step Mm -hmm. forward in her career and launched her own production company called Pacific Standard, which would then become Hello Sunshine that we've talked about before. And it has Mm -hmm. produced some major, major projects. All things you know. Gone Girl, that's them. Wild, that's them. Big Little Lies for HBO, that's them. Big one. And uh, Reese has definitely gone back to her acting roots And then in television helped bring, she's really, I think, part of that movement that brought or that said, this is a good place to be where the movie actors came to TV, right? Like with Mm -hmm. with shows like Morning Show, Little Fires Everywhere, but primarily Big Little Lies. Like that was when we saw all of those women get together to do a TV show. When we heard Meryl Streep that she was going to join, I was like, okay, the game has changed. TV is the new the new big deal. People want <laughs> continuous work, apparently, because these little right. two-hour films, well, that, I guess. And I mean, you know, now with it. all the theaters closing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, especially now. But even before mm-hmm. the pandemic, I was I remember interviewing Julia Roberts on the red carpet for 
Homecoming, Homecoming. I believe it's called. Mm -hmm. And um, George Clooney, not too long before or after that, for one of his projects, I think maybe going to Hulu. And I was like, never did I think that we would be on these carpets interviewing the big, sexy A-list movie stars because they were all so excited to go to the small screen. Mm -hmm. And um, and then certainly once the pandemic hit, it was like doubling down on the idea that TV is where you wanted to be because like, to your point, nobody was going outside. <laughs> exactly. So in 2019, I talked to Reese and Jennifer Aniston during their press for promoting the morning show. And I got on the subject of how the show came to be and how Reese and Jen got involved. I think you're gonna be surprised about what they said, listen. Well, I remember Ellen Bear called and sent me the book and I just tore through the book. Okay. And then I called you or you called me and said, yeah. do you think we should do this? Yeah. And you, I oh, think you were I like, yes, we have to do yes, this. Yes, we were. And then you described Big Little Lies, your experience on Big Little Lies. Right. And then it's, I said, it's just getting better by the second. Mm -hmm. And then it was, yes, we should. It and then it just got so interesting. The storytelling got so interesting. And yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. we have an opportunity to really be helpful during this cultural moment, help people understand who you are in this world. Mm -hmm. Women don't know who, how to be. Men don't know how to be. I think art is enormously healing because you get to... We get to talk about all sides of these conversations. Yeah, Toni yeah. Morrison said it was like, this is when creators go. This is when artists yeah. create some of their best work. Toni Morrison actually said, this is when it is times like these where artists are required to do their thing, right? Like this is where we need artists to, to step up and to create. This was, the Me Too movement was on, right? Mm -hmm. Significant shifts were being demanded, changes were being demanded in ways that people were trying to figure out, okay, cool. So if, if not that, if not any of this, then what? And then yeah. the morning show came out and it was like, oh, snap. Right. Right. Yeah. I think um, to our point earlier about Hello Sunshine's commitment to uh, these women-led stories and these stories about strong women, The Morning Show has done a really beautiful job with that, particularly in that first season that we saw these two very different, very strong women come together, not just obviously their characters, but their friends in real life. And I think that's so awesome to see when you have strong women supporting strong women and being like, let's team up and tell the story of amazing and strong women. And so that's what I love most about the morning show is that, you know, the fellas kind of really take a back seat in a way that's important and reflective of the times and also allows for conversations um, that can be difficult, but in a mm -hmm. scripted space that maybe makes it a little bit less daunting to navigate, right? Because it's scripted. It was coming out around the same time when we were having really heavy, difficult conversations about real stories, real headlines, real articles, disturbing allegations. Mm -hmm. um, and so for it to be tackled in this way was not only ambitious, because it could have gone terribly wrong yeah. or felt too on the nose or too affected. Not only was it ambitious, it was successful and it resonated and it prompted those important conversations between men and women, between women and women, between men and men. And so I'm excited to see what season two holds. And, and I think it's awesome that Hello Sunshine is a part of the, the production team that, that's bringing that show to Apple TV+. Plus. I mean, yeah, I mean, season two of Morning Show on Apple TV+, Plus co-starring Zuri Hall, like sign me up. 
sign me all the way. I up. didn't want to say it, but I am announcing it here on Pulp. I am not technically appearing in season two that I know of. <laughs> And I just thought you should hear it here first. No, no, I know I, you all agree. I, I think this is probably one of those uh, mass dancer situations where you can't really say <laughs> that you can say. But I just, I got you it. just gotta wait. You we just gotta watch anyway. We let's all see. just be tuned in. We'll, how about this? We'll all be tuned in, and I won't be surprised if I'm not in season two. That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But Reese, if if you if you're listening, girl, come on now. You you know what's up. You know we shared a moment. We did. It was quick. It was fast. <laughs> But it was a moment nonetheless. Um, there's no doubt. She will continue to amaze and educate and entertain with all the stuff that she has coming down the pipeline, particularly from Hello Sunshine. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Vault by Access Hollywood. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you get in our show, okay? On yeah. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, all the places, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zuri Hall. And I am Scott. Ooh, and we will see you in the next one. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Ginny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rudder, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share. 